Hi, I'm Patty. I'm Kim Michelle. And I'm Jill. Welcome to our podcast. It's a great day to talk. Because honestly, what day isn't a great day to talk? So join us in our conversation. A Great Day to Talk is brought to you by St. George Design. Offering complete website design, social media management, search engine optimization, Google and Facebook ad management, and many other digital and print marketing services. StGeorgeDesign.com And by Richardson Brothers Custom Homes, third-generation builders who have been building custom homes in southern Utah for over 25 years. They will take your dream home from concept to completion. Contact RichardsonBrothers.com the April Gates Group and Zion Canyon Real Estate has been specializing in helping Southern Utah clients buy and sell property for over 18 years. We can help you too. Call or text April today, 435-632-8869. 435-632-8869. Well, hello everyone and welcome to our podcast a great day to talk i am kim michelle and this is my great friend patty hello good evening uh which i cannot hear very well mr sean i'm sure that that maybe is just me but um Oh, look, there's Sean. Hi, Sean. (laughs) See, he exists. He's real. He's real. (laughs) And as you can see, if you're following us live on Facebook, and I apologize because I know we're a few minutes late, but this here is what happens. We come in and we're like, hey, Sean, can you just whip this up really fast? This and this and this and this and this and this. And then, you know, it takes just a minute to do that. Yeah, and he totally does it. Uh, So that's completely on us. So anyway, welcome to A Great Day to Talk. Patty is here with us, uh, with me, creating the us, and um, Miss Jill, mm-hmm. yeah, she's not with us today. She's uh, up north traveling, and she's uh, celebrating the passing of a friend, and also- Max has a hockey. Yeah, has a I hockey game. I think it's the, the, kind of the playoffs. Yeah. So he has a hockey game tonight. Yeah, so she's going to be able to see that. So we um, miss her, of course, always in our conversation. But we're glad that she gets to share this time with friends and also be with her son celebrating that. So welcome to our podcast tonight. We're happy to have you with us. And thank you for all all of you out there who have followed us. Um, and uh, we appreciate your comments. Feel free to post those in there. If you're listening to us live, again, we apologize for being a little bit late. Uh, most of you probably are listening to us at some future date when you have a moment of your own time to be able to right. listen. And actually, that leads us kind of right into our, our topic today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's a perfect little segue there, which is really about your social battery. And oftentimes, maybe we think we just have what? Do, what? What? What are we? What do you mean, social battery? Right? And I don't think that it, in some period of time there might have been a distinction between your regular, just kind of Energy, battery, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and your social battery. But I, especially being back in the classroom this year after being out of the classroom for so many years. I really do believe that this idea of a social battery is somewhat unique to the time frame that we're in and definitely deserves a conversation of its own. 
And so that's what we're going to talk about today is recharging that social battery, defining what is it that we mean by social battery and um, what drains that battery. Mm-hmm. And most importantly, how can then we recharge that social battery? So, Patty, Absolutely. I'm so thrilled to have you here. Uh, many of you might not know that the the highlight, uh, one of the highlights of my week, I don't want to say the highlight because my husband might be listening and I don't want him to think that my highlight of the week is being with Miss <laughs> Patty. However, oh. you know is to be able to sit with her and uh, we teach. And I came back to teaching after a long uh, number of years of being out of teaching. And one of the reasons I did was because I wanted to be back with my girls, uh, Jill and Patty. And we're at different schools and we're having different but same experiences. And so uh, I love Wednesdays because it gives me an opportunity to be back with them and just be in their space and love them and let them love on me. And But it's one of the things that uh, when we got to meet earlier today that we had a different topic and it was just like, It just didn't speak to us. And we were like, okay, well, what does? And this really did. This idea of social battery. Well, and I, um, I'm an extrovert, which is uh, great for me as a teacher because I can take the energy from my students and my colleagues and that fills my cup. So I, extroverts actually need that. In fact, there's, um, part of our brain even is different than an introvert's brain where, uh, uh, extrovert's brain needs stimulation because it's not getting it it's on its own. And an introvert, when they're around a lot of people, it drains them. So extroverts take energy from others, introverts get drained. But even extroverts can um, wear out. Yeah. And I think I'm such a hybrid, right? So mm-hmm. I am the new Prius. Very good. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, because I believe that when I'm with with people, when I'm expected to be their energy source, I show up very much in that energy space and it does fill me mm-hmm. and I... Um, get from them I uh, you know they give to me and I take it and it fills me up and then uh, but in my own choosing I would probably choose introvert oh yeah which is surprising to a lot of people yeah. because in a social setting I tend to be the extrovert but sure I love just quiet time at home mm-hmm. when there's no expectations and I'm just in my quiet oh, space. Yeah. So I think I in that. many ways, that's why I feel like I'm kind of the hybrid, mm-hmm. you know? Well, and even, um, and I think people can force extroversion. So you might be extroverted at work, but then by Friday or Saturday, you have to have your alone time. Yeah. I have my youngest daughter's just like that. She is an extrovert all day long at work. But then when she gets home, she's like, nobody talked to me for a minute because I have to go sit alone for a bit. Yeah. And then, and you know, yeah. recharge. So, yeah. And, and I think we were talking today about, um, well, first off, let's design, define social battery. For me, it's, um, the battery or the energy that I have stored to continue being social and maybe, um, 
entertaining or gregarious or charismatic or whatever, whatever it is, the energy that it causes. So when I come to school, I'm like, I'm on, I'm doing right. You know, metaphorical cartwheels, and, <laughs> you know, doing anything I can to keep I score the kids. her a 10 yeah. every time yeah. on that metaphorical there is. Cart, cartwheel. Uh, just to keep the kids engaged, I have to be that energy. Mm -hmm. And even though I love their energy as well, I have to jump in and I'm, I'm on cue you're on yeah you're on stage yeah, totally trying to sell your product entertain uh-huh so keep engaged teaching is a sales mm -hmm. job yeah and um because you're trying to sell what you have to teach them and yeah. you want them to buy into it so um it takes a lot of energy to do that and that could deplete a social energy too but then i also and um you, you know you're included this with this as well as we meet on wednesdays so I'm with a social group on Wednesdays and yep. I have uh, other friends here that are want to hang out too. Sure. And who doesn't want great. Patty? Well, <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we seem to have a lot of um, great commitments that I'm grateful for. I love that our lifestyle is super active, but de also that can be draining as well. And so you need, oh my gosh, I said, we are home this weekend. Wow. This is amazing. I can't wait to just be home this weekend. Yeah, exactly. And, I, and no plants other than maybe like clean the garage a little bit or something. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah. I think too that um, this idea of social battery has changed uh, over time because before there was really just one way for us to be able to be in a social unit and that mm -hmm. was to physically be in each other's space. Right. But that is not the case anymore. Now... Uh, we have so many different ways to be social and that we are bombarded with social interactivity mm -hmm. or social engagement. And right. I think that each one of those, whether you open that extra email, whether you open uh, everything that's coming your way, whether you open the advertisement about what's new on Netflix this weekend or whether you open all of those kinds of things, there are so many ways for us to engage with with um, apparatus. It might not even be other people now, but there are just so many ways for us to be engaged outside of ourselves. I mean, I know before that downtime was reading a book. Oh, for sure. That was, and I missed that actually, mm -hmm. but downtime now is still reading a book, but I don't even get to it until 1030 or 11 o'clock at night because I have all of these other social opportunities that are ending up in my inbox or ending up, you know, on my text yeah, messages. Right, right. Or, notifications. Yeah. I, I have, um, I think I have all my notifications turned off. Um, so I don't, I don't get notified that somebody posted or anything, mm -hmm. but, um, but then I go on and look and then I can get, Oh, so-and-so. And then you have to like it. And then you want to comment because you want them to know that you care. And, and that's all part of that social. So I think you're a hundred percent, right? Social energy is spent in 
more ways today than it ever has been. Ever has been. Mm -hmm. And I don't anticipate that that's going to change. So the idea of how do we protect that battery? Because that battery can only take in and expel out Mm -hmm. X amount of kilowatts. That is such a scientific thing for me to say. That is probably, you're so proud of me, aren't you? I know. I probably have real scientists that are listening going, that is not even close, Kim Michelle. She said kilowatts and... Uh, there you go. Uh-huh. That's enough. Enough said. Mm-hmm. But I think that it is, and I don't anticipate any situation in which that's going to no, diminish no. in the future. I mean, now, listen, before you used to drive your car and all you had to do was make sure your hands were in the, what, 12 o'clock position and, and two, the, or right, two, 12 ten. and two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 10 to. That's all really. Or And maybe every once in a while you might, you know, if nobody's watching, you might turn over there and see if your radio was on the right station or Mm -hmm. something. But now you've got full-on screens that are showing you who's to the right of you, who's to the left of you, who's to the... There's got to be a song. If Jill was here, she'd be breaking into song for sure. Yeah, Mm -hmm. You know, you know who's behind you, you know what exit you're supposed to take. I mean, there's, there's just an abundance of information that you are being bombarded with all of the time. And f- I think for us to think that that hasn't changed the way in which our battery operates, I think that we are doing a disservice to our fine running machines. Right, for sure. And um, and it's and then if we try to add things in like um, getting up early to get to the gym or mm-hmm. lunch with a friend or checking on a relative or a neighbor or a friend um, because we want to do all those yeah. things. We really, really do. And we don't want, uh, for me, I don't want anyone to be let down. And yeah. so I, and I don't think they would be, but I feel like they would if I wasn't yeah. doing all the things. So, or if I, you know, my first go-to is if somebody says, hey, do you want to meet for dinner? My first answer is always, I say yes. And and instead of say, let me let me see what my social battery is looking yes. like. Let me see if I'm running um, a little low tonight. And yeah, and there are sometimes when I go to different things that I feel tired, but I, I'm like, gosh, this isn't going to serve me. And we've had this conversation before and I haven't gotten any better. But um, yeah, being able to recognize what your social battery can take and um, own it. Tell your friends they're going to love you no matter what or tell yeah. your family, you know, and and be OK with it. I both of my kids are pretty good about um, saying because I'm not good about it. So I don't know how they became good at it because I didn't model good self-care at much. But if they have something social that they were going to maybe do. And if it comes down to it and they don't feel like they can do it, they'll say, I can't, I can't do that tonight. I know. And, t- and I'm, I, I, maybe it's generational. Yeah. Cause I don't do because that. Because once I, I kind of made a commitment, then it's like, it doesn't matter whether I'm like on my deathbed that right. I made a commitment. Somehow it speaks volumes about mm-hmm. who I am and, you know, yeah. that I fulfill that commitment, even if it kills me in the process. That's right. ridiculous. And yet that can still be the thought process that goes mm-hmm. through your head at that time. So, you know, it's just like if your car uh, can't charge um, 
then it's not going to be able to get you to where it is you're planning on it taking you. And the same is true of your your personal battery. Right. And I think the constant bombardment, whether you're actually opening those or not, that is energy. Mm-hmm. That energy that is constantly bombarding you is inevitably depleting the energy in your battery. Right. And if I um, get a text or an email, I feel like, oh, I've got to get back to that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't I don't usually wait to return an email, mm-hmm. even if it's a school email and it's in the evening. It, I guess maybe I would if it didn't matter a whole lot, but I just feel like I owe people to respond to yeah. their thing. And I, and I certainly do. I do owe a response, but I don't know if I owe always the immediate response that I tend to do. Yeah. But so, so recognizing yeah. what is taking your social battery down um, and then what are some things we can do? And this isn't just adults. I, we, you know, we both work at high schools and we see kids, um, who are struggling more than ever. In fact, I've talked to my own students about this, how um, when I was in high school, we didn't, I don't even know if I'd ever heard the word mental health. Yeah. And no one certainly cared about it. You just pulled your bootstraps up. Yeah. You got to work. That was, was the no, conversation, the, right? Like, yeah, the conversation was- Pull yourself up by your bootstraps and get out there and yeah, get it done, yeah. get her done. And so today, I love that we are so health conscious. In fact, this week, um, our schools are both um, running Hope Week, and I happen to be in charge of that, which is um, mental health awareness, um, specifically suicide prevention and awareness. And we have had just some great things this week at our lunch activities, and what great kids I've yeah. loved to connect. I've been in the lunchroom every day at this this week at lunch, so far this week at lunch, and I just love to see these kids, and I'm handing out candy. Yeah. And just what good kids, but they definitely struggle with mental health and, and, um, and have real stuff kids today. Oh yeah. I didn't have real stuff like the kids today do. And you know, and it's, it's not, uh, it's not a comparison necessarily in that way. And at the same time, it does give you pause to appreciate how serious some of the situations are that our students are dealing with that even if they were full-on adults would be very, very challenging situations. 100%. And so imagine what their batteries look like. Yeah. Um, Especially their social batteries enough to, I've got to come to school and I have to talk to people and socialize and present in front of my class and and I have a lot of kids are like, I, yeah, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I know uh, for me, one of the things that um, makes me probably the least popular teacher in at my school, um, which I've, it's taken me a long ter- time to be able to embrace that, <laughs> that that's not necessarily a bad thing, is that I really do not believe that my students need to have their phones with them at their seat. And I have a place for them to secure them uh, that so that they can focus on what it is that we're doing in class. And the reason I do that is because 
of this very conversation about social battery because mm-hmm. they, um, th- when it is sitting in front of them, they're not even making a conscious choice. Right. To go onto their phone and look for something, to research something, or to see is my mom trying to get a hold of me? Their phone is there. And subconsciously, because it's there, they're engaging with their phone. Yeah. And um, even if their intention is, Mrs. Pullen, we're not going to touch it. And I believe when they say that to me in the moment, most of them really mean it. For sure. They really do. Mm -hmm. They just can. It's Mm -mm. subconscious. They they are Uh just it's there. And so they're on it. And um, I think it just goes to that part of that social social stress that so many of that generation I'm dealing with it but not at the level that no. they are dealing no, with uh-uh. it yeah not at all in fact yesterday I was at a um I was a meeting with a student and a parent and we were talking about um distractibility and how easily distracted all the kids are for sure and that I have a phone uh pocket like a shoe yeah a caddy i call mine a caddy yeah and they put their phones in the pockets as they come in if and mostly i have to remind them Mm -hmm. to do that because they don't feel like they have to do it unless they're specifically told even though i said every day you do every day every day day i tell them anyway and i get it i don't want to give my phone away either i mean my phone's in my drawer in my class in my desk and i don't need it because i'm always up front but certainly when i go to my desk and be between classes i check it and I don't need to check it, but yeah. it's that unconscious thing. Well, anyway, this student was saying, um, yeah, I, I put my, I usually put my phone away and, and I'm like, you usually don't, or you usually really need me to encourage you. But he said, he goes, I don't even know why I'll start working and then I'll stop working and check, yeah. be, get back on my phone. He yeah. goes, it's so subconscious. This is social battery. This is, this is and the, mm-hmm. this is something, this is the spark plug here mechanics. Bear with me. Here is a spark plug that is drawing on your battery that you're not even aware is drawing on your battery until your battery, you go to turn it over and your car won't start. That is what we're talking about right. here. These are mm-hmm. things, this is something that is drawing on your battery. Right. And you're not even aware that it's it's mm-hmm. taking that energy from you. Right. And I'm, I'm, I have a hard time too. And, um, so I either have, so I, for sure on my watch, I, I have it on silent. So if somebody texts or call me, texts or calls me, my watch doesn't notify me. So especially cause if I was up front teaching and I got a notification, I would, I would pause and look at it and I don't want to do that. Yeah. Um, and so I always have that off and I actually am irritated if it's on on the weekend or something. I'm like, I don't want to know. I just want that off. But um, I have to put, and I'm an adult and I have to put um, boundaries around it. So even at dinner with friends, if I yeah. keep it in my purse, then I'm, I'll am i be fine. But if it's out here and someone calls or texts, I, I go to it and, I, and that is uh, something else that's taking energy from me and taking energy from my friends that I want to be with. And so that's a definitely, um, initial, an issue. So one of the things that we have to recognize is a, what are, what are we doing? That's sucking our batteries yeah. life out, mm-hmm. you know, and then also what can we do, um, to 
recharge it. And I, we were talking about self-care and I was reading something recently about self-care and how, um, we're always like, Oh, you got to model self-care for your kids or you need to model self-care so that people recognize that, um, that it's a good thing to do. And, and yeah. Oh, I know what I was, I I'm over the hope squad week. And one of the emails and, uh, from national hope squad was don't forget self care, self care, just because here's a suggestion of an activity does you could do doesn't mean this is an activity you have to do. And so one of the things you can do this week is model self care for your students and your colleagues. And I think that I don't know, I don't have time during the school day necessarily to do that. So I think we all want to go, Oh yes, everyone should take care of themselves. But yet I don't know that we, in fact, I think we're, um, I'm pretty sure we're rewarded for working through and working harder. Adversity, overcoming. Yeah, and where self-care may look selfish selfish and lazy. Mm -hmm. And I know even generationally, um, we were talking, um, you know, my mom, I don't even think she's ever had and ever, she doesn't even know what self-care is. That's, um, she worked hard. She owned a flower shop here locally for over 20 years. And then she worked, uh, for the school district for over 20 years. And she, um, her, uh, worth was connected to the human doing. And, um, and I think she, I can't remember the first time she had a pedicure, but I'm pretty sure she was at least 50. Yeah, I think I was 43 yeah. before I had my first mm-hmm. pedicure. And I think yeah. my um, kids were uh, three and eight. <laughs> so, yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, because I would take him to go get pedicures. But it was, a, and it was a luxury. And and certainly things like, like something that I've been doing lately um, for my back is I'm trying to get a massage every three weeks. Yeah. And that's a luxury when really it's medicinal. Yeah. Well, and it, 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 can it be both? Yeah. Would it be okay if it's both? Uh, well, it, um, it should be okay to do whatever it, it if is. If I was doing it, oh, would, would you say, say it's totally okay, Kim Michelle, that it's both those you things? Deserve you deserve it. Girl. You deserve mm-hmm. it. You should do it. Yeah. Da, 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 absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, um, mm-hmm. and, and actually self-care is in any time there's a financial situation that's maybe finances are tight. The first thing you get rid of is self-care. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Because it seems like it's an extravagance, it's right? Extravagant yeah. and frivolous mm-hmm. and, and two generations for a lot of people, generations before us, it's definitely an extravagant. Yeah. So. When in actuality, the, uh, the idea of, um, an abundant universe is the very thing that you want more of is the thing that you're willing to give. So, it would be counterintuitive to that very argument, mm-hmm. but that it do, isn't doesn't always seem logically mm-hmm. true, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's really powerful. Mm-hmm. So, and a, a couple of other things to keep in mind in terms of what also uh, drains your social battery is unresolved conflict. Mm. Unresolved conflict will just, it's like leaving your door just a little bit open so that your light stays on all the time. And it just drains your battery a little bit, but it drains it enough that your battery won't start. So that unresolved conflict, 
it you think maybe you're dealing with it okay like it's okay that it's okay that this happened and I didn't talk to him and it's not resolved but I'm telling you that that unresolved conflict continues to draw on your battery reserve absolutely so one of the things that you can do to recharge that battery or to bring that battery charge back up to full is to resolve those conflicts through or unresolved issues through open honest authentic and responsible communication mm-hmm. which just simply means you speak the truth from a place of responsible not you did this to me but here's what I experienced in that communication and here's how I chose to hear that mm-hmm. and here's how I chose to feel about that and now I'm carrying that anger or disappointment or dissatisfaction or whatever and it's really draining my battery absolutely mm-hmm. I I agree. But then the other thing too is, um, unresolved conflict, um, resolving conflict takes energy. It does take energy. Yeah. Yeah. So the worst time you would want to try to resolve it is when your battery is already really, really low. I would, I would say, you know, sometimes, and we've talked about this before, sometimes it really is just best to say, you know what, listen, I'm not resolved around this and I would like to talk to you about it, but I need some time first mm-hmm. for me to get my headspace right. And then I would love for us to come back and have this conversation because it will take, if you've got a full charge, it won't take from you. But right. if you're already close to depleted, it might take the rest of what you have. Absolutely. And I, um, and so it goes back to basic needs. Um, the first thing you need to do to get a full battery is eat, drink, and I and be asleep, not be merry, but eat, <laughs> uh, sleep. I mean, we are all operating on less sleep than we should. Mm-hmm. In fact, the average amount of sleep teenagers need is nine and a quarter nine hours, nine and a quarter hours. Well, they're getting about five to six average. I'm yeah. sure. And when I take a, you know, a general poll in class. It's it, not very many people are getting nine hours. Yeah. Some maybe eight, but most, um, five to six. And a lot of different reasons for that is, um, FOMO fear of missing out. Yeah. So they don't want to miss Which out. Which is on part of social, social right? Yes. Is yep. What's going on in the social atmosphere out there that you don't want to miss out on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, um, not being able to turn phones on. And yeah, I think kids really need to learn to self, um, moderate their phone mm-hmm. usage. Um, and I know parents help with that as well by different, um, uh, restrictions on phones, whatnot, but Um, I, but as an adult, they still need to be able to do, you know, adults need to do that too. But anyway, so they're either on their phones or they are studying. And a lot of these kids are busy with extracurricular jobs are late. All Um, IP classes. Yeah. So there's a lot of real, real life reasons why they're staying up late, but, um, you can't, you can't function without enough sleep and that's going to deplete your battery for sure. And then we have less impulse. We're impulsive. We're easier to anger and impatient. And, um, that leads to all the things, stress, um, eating. I, I, you know, I always, I never understood people are like, Oh, I forgot to eat today. I've never once forgotten to eat. (laughs) Have you ever forgotten to eat? Like, 
who are these? Oh my gosh, I forgot to eat. I don't know who these people are, but I have not yet. I have yet to forget to eat. No, sometimes I don't feel like eating, but that's not because I forgot oh, to eat. I don't have to eat yeah. if I'm, I just, yeah. I don't have to be hungry to eat. <laughs> if there's food present, I'm a grazer. So I definitely have to watch that. But um, uh, eating, I know that's not an issue for me because I'm a good eater. But um, I know some people aren't, um, you know, taking care of that, getting enough, yeah. getting the, the right amount of foods or enough good foods. Um, and kids, of course, teenagers have sometimes, uh, you know, their fast food or right. pizza or whatever. And and so am I. I'm at a school, so it's not always that great. But um, so food, sleep, and oftentimes we're dehydrated more than we recognize. Yeah. And I um, think that is a big one, actually. Yeah. For sure. And um, our cells need water. Our cells need water. And also water isn't just enough. We need electrolytes. Um, and so we could maybe drink a lot, a lot of water, but are we getting enough, um, electrolytes as well? So that gives us energy. So if you're tired, um, think, gosh, am I tired or am I just dehydrated and up your water intake? So those are like three basics. And I talked to a psychiatrist once he was speaking to my class and he said that, Cause I was like, you know what, why do we need a psychiatrist? He goes, the first thing we do is, um, when I have a, a, a mental health patient in my office is we talk about, are you sleeping? And if they're, they're not sleeping, we're not going to address mental health issues until we get them sleep regulated on their regulated sleep. on yeah. their sleep. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that's, that's a hundred percent. We're, we all probably agree. And so we need, he said, we got to get kit people eating and sleeping regularly and then we can talk mental health issues. Yeah, well, and I'm surprised of how many people are sleeping or think they're sleeping with their headset in or with the television staying on uh-huh. the the entire time um, with some other distraction that's still going on because that really probably is not a REM sleep. It's probably not a full recharge sleep. Mm-hmm. So that's something to be looking at as well. Right. And there's uh, quite a few things that will mess with the sleep cycles. Mm-hmm. Um, alcohol is one of them. Mm-hmm. In fact, people say, oh, I need a you know nightcap and it'll help me fall asleep. But what it does is it keeps the person in the lightest stages of sleep. So they, didn't get, they don't get that deep restorative sleep that's um, best for your physical and mental health. Right. And unfortunately... The deep sleep is in the first three hours of the night, not full three hours, but that's where you go from stage one to three, three is deep. And you're in that the longest, that first cycle. And then you go from three to one back down to two, three, and then you're, oh, well, and REM, sorry, I missed REM. Yeah. One, two, three, two REM, two, three, two REM, two REM, two REM, 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 REM. Exactly what she said. At the end. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But um, those first uh, few stages is where you get that stage three sleep, physical health, growth, and muscle repair, as well as mental health. Yeah. So, and sleep aids mess with that as well. So yeah. if you're taking um, sleep medicine, um, it's the most effective to get your body back in the sleep state, you know, uh, regular sleep pattern. But um, if you can do that short term, that's best. 
just to get you back into get, a if you cycle could get back into rhythm. a cycle uh-huh mm-hmm. um but there are a lot of other things that you can do um if you're tossing and turning in bed get out of bed toss and turn on the couch so you don't associate that with the bed yeah um and uh don't take naps and get up in the morning when you're supposed to so that you're tired the next day i mean there's a ton of behavioral things you could do too but um that is a big deal. Yeah, it's a big deal. So in terms of recharging, um, one is self-care. One is to mat. So you have things that you can actively do to recharge. And then you have things that you can do to manage what is draining your battery that you might not be aware of. So self-care is one of those ways to recharge. It is one of those ways to take where you're at and to add some additional voltage to your battery. So definitely that the self-care, the exercise, um, I, I would put in that self-care area as well to, to just do the things that bring you joy. And I think sometimes that those are the, like you said, um, whether it's, a a pedicure that may not be that may also be seen as a task but there are certain things that you know bring you joy that uh, sometimes are the first things to be gone out the window when Mm -hmm. you feel as if you are stressed for time or other resources Mm -hmm. so uh, step into those things that truly do bring you joy, whatever that is absolutely because to uh, those things are going to help you be your best self right And so when we're our best selves, we make the best decisions and we're more effective at everything we do. Yeah. So, yeah. So don't feel bad about self-care. And it goes back to the old uh, idea, put your own oxygen mask on first and then put your child's oxygen mask on because if... You know, if I don't have enough oxygen, I'm not going to help. I'm not going to be yeah. able to help anybody. And you know what? Honestly, if you if you're in the question that and you're like, well, I you know, sometimes even I get to say, well, this is I would certainly do this for Patty, or I would certainly oh, do this yeah. for Jill in a heartbeat. I would do it like at the drop of a hat. But then I'm uh, I'm in the question about whether I should do it for myself. If you would do it for somebody that you love and care about, you should definitely be willing to step in and do it for you. Hundred percent. So yeah, mm-hmm. it's a good little test there. So then, how to how to recharge? Another way is to manage then what might be socially um, creating a drain on your uh, on your battery on your battery. Um, which are a lot of things that we've talked about, unaware, just chatter, 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 just the noise, noise, Uh right? The chaos of our days, the go, 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 having every every minute of your day scheduled without any downtime. And sometimes even your downtime is completely scheduled Mm -hmm. out, even though it's with people that you love and care about. It's with friends and Mm -hmm. family that you adore, but it's all still scheduled out. That isn't necessarily a recharge because if you're a person who feels like, uh, when I'm in front of people, I'm on, then you're still going to feel on. Yeah. And for that's sure. not the recharge. Yep. yep. Yeah. Um, I was just going to say too, that, um, you also, how do we learn to recognize when our battery's low? What mm-hmm. does that look like? Yeah. Um, and so I, you know, having time for yourself, like quiet time, that's going to help that. But how do I, how do I recognize that my battery's low? Well, I I mean, I know for me, one reason, one way I know is that I, I know I feel out of sorts, right? So Mm -hmm. I know that somebody 
usually my husband, sorry, honey, will say something to me and I respond in a way that I'm like, who just did that? Uh, yeah. Who just said that? Mm -hmm. Who just responded that way? That was me that yeah. just said that? Mm -hmm. That is, you know, that isn't what I meant. That's so out of character for me. Or unfortunately, maybe it's not, but I would hope that would be out of character for me. Um, another way for me is that, you know, I've been up, it's midterms this week for us. So I've been up to like two or three o'clock in the morning grading papers. And yesterday it was probably, I didn't feel well. It was probably like five o'clock and I was, a, I was asleep on the couch and Scott came and got me and like put, put me you to, bed. to bed. And mm. I slept all the way through till this morning. Right. So there should have been a clue for me there that my battery is low right um but honestly had he just woken me up and left me there i probably would have still stayed and corrected some more papers but right. he loved me enough to you're done yeah you're done this is a way and uh, you know yeah. you're off yeah yeah so for sure impatient uh snippy sarcastic uh i i say things before i think and i am in trouble a lot for that. But also um, on my way to work today, I I don't know if it was the country song that was on because they always get to me, but I'm like, why am I teary? Crying. I was teary, but I, and I was like, then I was thinking about my daughters getting married and I'm like, well, is that why I'm teary? No, I think we're good with that. And I couldn't, I couldn't put my finger on it, but there was probably so many things that yeah. could have been. And I think for me, it was, I was just overwhelmed. Yeah. And I think that leads to, you know, sometimes you get to check your charger. What are you using to charge? Sometimes it might just be sleep, but sometimes, you know, have you ever plugged in your, um, like your phone and it shows up and it says this accessory cannot charge on your phone. It's because you have the wrong charger. It fits, right. it uh, right. goes in there, mm -hmm. but it won't do anything. It won't charge anything. And I think sometimes you, we get to look and say, okay, am I using the right charger? And there may be a time when the right charger is for you to seek out someone, a therapist or someone who can really walk you through what's going on for you. And more importantly, for you to be able to say, that's okay. You know, I don't beat myself up if I plug in the wrong charger to my phone. I just go freaking get the next charger. Right. So why am I not willing to say, okay, I got myself eight hours of sleep this and I'm still feeling like I'm not fully charged. Why mm. am I, why would it be any different than to say, okay, so I need a different charger and then look and see what my options mm -hmm. are and say, okay, it's time for me to talk to a therapist. It's time for me to um, go to my friends and mm -hmm. say, hey, what are you noticing about where I am and how I'm showing up? Or right. I just need a hug from you, well, dear friend. <laughs> and, I, and I think too, and especially at our age and more so probably for our parents' age, our mom's age, um, it's really important for us to be, we should, we should you should be able to be everything to everyone. Everything you to be everyone. Able to do everything. Always and yeah, forever. Always forever. And there's probably not very many people if they asked for something that I would would I would always do it because I yeah. want to. And even if it I shouldn't or I don't have time or whatever, I'm 
still going to do it. And, yeah. And I love all that. In fact, service is one of those ways yeah. that we can recharge. That you can recharge, yeah. yeah, is to be in true service and contribution, but not when you're almost dead and dying. That, right. Right? So uh, it can really, truly, being in service and contribution can really recharge you. And it's got to be doing it because it's um, what you truly, from a place of complete choice, choose in that moment. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So um, giving ourselves grace. Yeah, totally. And also others. Yeah, for absolutely. Sure. Yeah. So uh, let's just do a little quick recap. Yeah. Um, social batteries get depleted by all of the things that we do. Yeah. Um, environmental noise. Uh, all of the demands, um, and then even with technology today, how um, more um, engaged we are yep. and than constant, constant engagement constant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that we may not have been before. And so things that we, A, recognize when your battery's low and B, what are you going to do about it? Check your physiology. Yeah. Am I sleeping? Am I drinking enough water? And am I eating? And exercising. And exercising. Or moving. moving. Are you moving? moving? Are you moving? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, from there, when you do some self-care, like massage, pedicure, talk with a friend, lunch with a friend, yeah. dinner with a friend. Do whatever, what you love. Whatever it is. What that brings you joy. Brings you joy. Mm-hmm. Um, be happy. Be okay with that. It's mm-hmm. not, um, it may be a luxury but maybe it's a necessary. Oh, I absolutely believe that. Yeah. I I think that, uh, and sometimes we get to tell the story to ourselves that I'm going to be better once I give this to myself. Right. Mm -hmm. So I I hope that we can get to the place where I'm just going to choose it because I choose it and Mm -hmm. not because I'm going to be better somewhere in the future, but maybe for now that's the story that gets you there until you're totally able to step into that. But, you know, I think purpose work, doing work that is purposeful for you can support that. Um, But also it can also drain your battery because you think it's your purpose. You think it's what you're destined you have to, to do, do and all yeah. the time. Mm-hmm. I also think, um, choose your people wisely. Choose yeah. The, and that's I, the thing I have here. Do you have, yeah, I do, you know, people that, um, uh, appreciate when you need a break mm-hmm. and also those that you don't take your energy. Yeah. But, but mm-hmm. support your energy mm-hmm. or give you energy. I think sometimes I'm in a, I'm in a really good place with that. Yeah. I, I think, have, I think sometimes um, we may seek out certain people that we can just be like, wah, 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 you mm-hmm. know, and they'll be like, Oh yeah. Wah, 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 wah. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't recharge you <laughs> necessarily. No, necessarily honest people will recharge you honest, loving people, but that won't let you stay stuck in whatever that, spiral might right. be that you're in. Um, I think that's, you know, good and friends. I got them. I'm blessed yep, that way. Me yeah. too. And mm-hmm. uh, a daily eight second hug. For sure. Go heart get to it. heart. Yep. Go get it. Heart to heart. Yeah. Go get it. Take care of yourselves yeah. this week. Recharge that social battery and we will see you next week with Jill back. Yay. Bye everyone. Thank you.
Thanks for listening to It's a Great Day to Talk. Be sure to follow and subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform. And until next week, get out there and talk. This has been a production from a podcast studio.